Hello and welcome again to the Friday Roundup of the World War America podcast. Today is a Friday Roundup. So today, New York City state of emergency. The bishop and the mayor, secret Chinese police station in Manhattan. That's our Friday Roundup today. So today, Mayor Eric Adams announced a state of emergency in New York City due to a lack of housing and facilities for migrants being bussed in from Texas. I started this podcast for situations exactly like this. The reason why I called this, no, the reason why I named the podcast the World War America podcast is because we're the last place on earth right now where freedom of speech, freedom of communication, individual liberties, and our founding documents, we're the last place where that they really thrive and exist on earth everywhere else these freedoms are coming under attack um, people are in a position now where there's less freedom now for them today than there was 10 15 years ago in places like europe and so world war america the podcast is all about getting at least a small community of us together who realize that we need to tend to our knowledge base on the things going on around us that we need to tend to those the same way we prepare ourselves to have food on the on the table right like we need to take our information just as serious as our food and how do we do that? Well, this podcast is focused on doing it ourselves, self-determination, <laughs> getting our own information, right? So I started this podcast for situations like this where the mayor of a huge city like New York is calling for a state of emergency. He's working with... Uh, individuals and groups he's trying to get together money out of the city coffers out of the state out of the federal government and he's putting it out there if you listen to him and if you look at the reporting it's because of these migrants who are being sent up from texas well we know if you're listening to this podcast you know this week this is why this is a friday roundup <laughs> you know that's just not the case okay it's not the case the situation here is a situation where an elected official, Mayor Adams, used his office to benefit the labor union that got him elected. That, him using his office to benefit that labor union, is what's causing the housing crisis that's spiraling out of control in New York City. A housing crisis that's spurring a homelessness and crime epidemic the city hasn't seen in decades. Okay, that's the root of the, of the problem here. So we have a homeless shelter that was supposed to be built in Chinatown. And the labor union comes in and says, no, they can't build it because that used to be a hotel where 24 union workers were employed. And if that homeless shelter goes up, they have to employ those union workers. They have to bring them back. They have to bring them back because that's what the contract attached to the building calls for. Well, you would think in times of emergency, 
that the mayor would say, no, labor union, we have to use this facility for our homelessness crisis in the city. Hello. He hasn't done that. Instead, he's going to the White House. He's asking for money. He wants $2 billion. Now, I know the city needs the money, right? But here's the thing. The city has $200 million right now that's supposed to go towards affordable housing. They haven't created a single unit with the money. Why? Because the labor union doesn't want them to do it. Okay. When you've done this long enough, like me, that's 15 years, you realize elected officials like Adams never change course. They always double down. His way of doubling down is announcing this state of emergency. Freeing up funds that are going to go towards projects that will most likely help the labor union that's been blocking all attempts to create housing for people who are of low income or homeless people. So that's what's going to happen. He's going to go for the $2 billion and it's going to go to projects that the union likes, right? All the while, the focus isn't on the housing crisis in New York City. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. But this is what's happening. And unless you do your own digging, like we've been digging this week, you don't know what's happening. You have to believe that, it, oh, it's Texas that's creating this problem in New York City. No, it's not Texas. It's Mayor Adams and the labor union that he's beholden to. All right, on to the next item. It really makes me angry. Okay, so our first story. Hey, this has been a great week. It's been a successful week. Our first story has landed in the New York Post. So I was called up earlier this week. and well, Actually, I was called up a while ago. Uh, a few weeks ago, to take a look at some things dealing with Mayor Adams and some people in his inner circle, and what came of it, some research that I did, uh, I went into an article that was published yesterday. It was titled, Mayor Adams' Flashy Bishop Friend is Slum Landlord Dogged by Legal Issues, According to Sources. All right. Well, I wasn't one of the sources for the slum landlord. I can tell you that. So I, I promised, right? <laughs> so first of all, this wasn't an easy story to do research on. There were lawyers involved, and a source even intimated the mayor had a hand in law enforcement going after the individuals accused of armed robbery of the bishop's church in Brooklyn. Okay, well, one and one thing that made me sad about this thing researching too was hearing that the pastor when he was just six months old, his father was killed in an altercation with police. It's covered in the story. Uh, I didn't do any of the research pertaining to like the slumlord stuff because that that's reporting where, you know, for research wise, I, I did stuff like go through court documents, right? I, I saw a bunch of evictions that were filed to kick people out of this housing unit. Um, I saw some stuff with, you know, loans 
that were some lawsuits dealing with some loans that weren't paid or partially paid, stuff like that. Um, the slum landlord stuff, that that's reporting on the ground, right? So that that's when a reporter gets on the ground and they, they talk to sources. You know, sometimes people who live in the building, right? And they get photographs. And so that's where that came from, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the legal issues, uh, I, that was me. Um, I definitely dug up all that stuff. Uh, so this was a great week. It was very a successful week because uh, one of the points of this podcast is teaching the audience uh, how to how to research and, and from scratch and, and to do some things to, to create news in the regular news cycle. Well, we just did it. This is our first one, and I'm really proud of it. Um, we did a really good job, and um, the reporter, Isabel Vincent, she just did a great job reporting it out. She had it rough, okay? I promised that I would give some behind-the-scenes info, she had it rough. The lawyers for the bishop were serious. Uh, they were on top of everything. Um, everything had to be quadruple checked. I mean, checked and checked and checked. It, it was, this one was, it, it was, there was some heavy lifting here. Um, and but it was great, great week. So on to the secret Chinese police station. <laughs> That's another one. So I'm still amazed and shocked and surprised that this thing actually exists. It's definitely tied to a larger community of Chinese nationals in New York City who appear to be very influential. So what we'll be doing is we'll be following up right, with some more podcast entries on this, doing some research into some potential political donations coming from this community in China, in Chinatown, down in Manhattan, uh, some lobbying, seeing if there's any lobbying going on, seeing if there's any revolving door issues, are, are there any staffers for any members of Congress? Uh, do they have people that are from this community working in their staff? Uh, looking at that because it's, it's a serious deal when you have a a police station from another nation operating off the books within our borders that's that, that's off the chain that's out of control so i hope you know the research into this turns into a news story and it also turns into something where some investigations can be done because i checked the uh, department of justice fara filings i don't see any foreign uh, agent registrations being filed for this police station. And uh, I saw some photographs of some police officers, it looks like, some individuals who look like they're police officers, not in uniform, but they looked, you know, they didn't look too nice, like seven or eight of them. And I don't see any of them filing as foreign agents. Okay, and then on top of that, you have the issue with 